It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 719 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live, the Prodigal Son Returns Edition. JD Raiders back from Belgrade. You gotta love it. He looks good. He looks fine. Ben Funky Askren's still here. Ben is just on cloud. Cloud 69,000 because Bitcoin just hit an all-time high. Another one this week. I think it's the second or third of the week. Another one. DJ Khaled reference. And it is the Colorado Springs episode? Yes. Oh, my goodness. The home of USA Wrestling, the incline. Let me get this out here, Piles. Guys, I got to help the people here. You know, I do do a Bitcoin podcast or crypto podcast. (laughs) The reason I started it was to help the people. I'm going to help you people because you are my wrestling people, and I love you. Inflation just came out this morning, Christian Piles. Mm-hmm. They said we weren't going to have inflation. Now it's at a reported 6.2%, which means it's significantly higher because they lie on the official number. They, they lie badly. Mm-hmm. If you have any type of money and you would like to keep your money, you need to buy something that is not correlated to the dollar, which is gold or Bitcoin. Gold sucks, so you should probably buy Bitcoin. What about classic uh, cars? Not- not financial advice, obviously. Those will likely go up in price. Everything will go up in price because you're, there's more dollars. Inflation is, is shooting up. So not an economist, just a casual observer of the markets. Buy Bitcoin. Wow. I, I love your little uh, your d- disclaimers that you have to throw you in there. You got to put disclaimers. So you don't, so you don't get sued. Yeah. Okay. So good disclaiming by non-correlated. I, classic cars. I own every kind of classic car. Really? Yeah. Doubles the sum of them. Hmm. Triples wow. are safest. Um, okay, so yeah, buy buy Bitcoin. Um, says ben. I know you're a Bitcoiner, Christian. You know who else is a Bitcoiner? David Taylor. He's got David. some laser eyes. He is. He is a Bitcoiner. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm a Bitcoiner, but I'm. I'm uh, close. I'm interested in the movement. Okay. All right, man. We're ta- we're. I'm trying to shout out the springs, and you're trying to shout out internet dollars. Just you know, just the most important thing of our lifetimes. Trying to make sure everyone who listens to this podcast doesn't go broke. That's it. Just not no big deal. Okay, not that's not financial advice though. 
Because you could I totally mean, go broke. Please don't go broke. Please don't go broke is financial advice. Yeah. We love I, you. We want you on the show. That's good. Um, that's good financial advice. Shout out Gary Abbott from Colorado Springs, too. Maybe my, fir- right. my favorite Colorado Springs resident of all. Um, really? More the rich bender? <laughs> why, 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 that's, why are you doing this to me, Ben? <laughs> What's up now? I work, with, I work with Gary so much more. Okay. More than Bill's attic? Rich doesn't some Of course, more than Bill's okay. attic. Significantly more. Okay. So where do we go next? I mean, JD, why don't you... What's Belgrade? Because Belgrade is yeah. where the world championships are next year. Correct. And I intend to go. I don't know if Ben's going to go. Um, Belgrade, is, right. it, yeah. Are you going to cash in any Bitcoin and uh, fly to fly to Belgrade, Ben? Um... I, you know what? I really wanted to go to Oslo this year. It looked really tremendous, and then I just kind of got busy and had a lot of things going on and couldn't go. Don't get I'm us started actually, on Oslo. You thought it was awesome, right? Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. I want to go. Damn Best it. place I've ever it. been. Yeah, you missed out. Mm, yeah, I would love to go to Belgrade. Um, hopefully, though, I will be having a, a cadet or a junior make the world team, and then I can, uh, you know, I'll be kind of obligated to go to that. I really want to go. Cadets are in Rome next summer Ooh. beautiful i forget where uh, juniors are though but i really wanted to go with keegan this year but ufa russia and there was these rules and it was just it was a freaking disaster yeah. so ufa's kind of like that yeah i would have been supporting keegan in rome but um ufa was not traveler friendly yeah maybe he'll be on the senior team this year that would be that would be very impressive <laughs> yeah so okay so maybe no belgrade for for Ben, but hopefully cadets. I thought you were gonna say you said I'm Maybe. having a. I thought you were gonna say I'm having a kid, and I was like, oh my gosh, I sure hope not. You never, <laughs> never know, but I hope not. They found out. They found out what causes that. Well, I know what causes it too, but I tried to. You know, I don't want to do the specific <laughs> methods that I use, but I try to use some specific methods. <laughs> Listen, your financial <laughs> advice is fine. I don't. We're, no insights into your methodology, please. Hey, I'm a hundred percent. hundred percent. Never yeah. had a kid I didn't want. Well, there you go. <laughs> Boom. That's that's something we can all get behind. Um, <laughs> Austin DeSanto, maybe on Instagram. I don't know. Look, but there's a Spencer Lee follows him. There's a slash DeSanto merch. It's very new. It says Austin DeSanto, University of Iowa wrestler. I think someone and hacked him. It says follow along. Merch coming soon. Follow along for a slow reveal. So follow. DeSanto merch. So that makes me think it's not DeSanto, but someone who's not, trying yeah. to sell his shirts. Yes. Unfortunately, because we, we, want, we want to peek into the life of Austin DeSanto. Yeah. And what he's all about. Uh, how long can he keep it up of just being keeping up the mystery before he's, he can optimally cash in on it? It's right now, I don't, right? I don't think he has any interest. If he wanted to cash out on it, it'd be right now. I, th- I think, I think he's going to. Yeah, I think he's going to be done and. And drift off, and we may never hear of him again or something. Well, that would be sad. It would be. But, you know, let people do that in wrestling. Yeah, I guess so. But if DeSanto did it, that would be that would be, that'd be doubly sad. Could you imagine just DeSanto <laughs> working an office job, and then, you know, someone gets him mad, and he just pushes in, and boom, outside carries him? No, I, I, I just see it more like if there's, a, if there's an issue with a copier. He just does what we all fantasize about doing, just like destroying this. This menacing <laughs> copier that refuses to work. Okay. That'll be tremendous. So, we, we, do we have some AJ Ferrari beef with the Stanford? So, 
Stanford and Oklahoma State are wrestling this weekend, Saturday. And you can watch it with us on our watch party. Nice. Watch party. We're, me and JD are partying this weekend. That's right. I, which is dangerous. Don't party with JD Raider. This guy's <laughs> an experienced partier. He, he might. He might spike your drink. Christian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, oh yeah. Well, I'm, I'm aware of all the all the pitfalls of partying with JD. But Mark on Bear the watch tried, party, Mark, Mark Bear's tried tricking me a few times. Never fell for it. <laughs> really? He's dangerous. Mark Mark Bader. He. I could tell you guys some stories about Mark Bader. Don't even get me started. He's probably about to run in that studio right now and say, cut all of them. <laughs> He's not worried. He knows you would never. Um, uh, but, yeah, Stanford and Oklahoma State wrestling is probably the marquee duel of the weekend, I would say. Right? Two really tough teams. And Nick Stimmett, the 197 for Stanford, did the A.J. Ferrari flex and tagged A.J. on the – on Instagram, which started in the comment section and then spilled over into the DMs. Wait, that were... So is this a main page post or a story post? This was a main page post. Break it down Ooh. for us, JD. Yeah, yeah so and what is the comment that he tags him in? Does he make a comment also or just tags him? Let's go, JD. Okay, yeah, so he puts up the photo of him flexing, and he says, Albert, question mark, hello, question mark, and then tags him. AJ Ferrari comments, looking good, son. Not bad, to be honest. Not on daddy's level yet, though. With some emojis and some hashtags. Laughing emoji, race car emoji, smoke emoji. Of Hashtag course. Hashtag Mr. Fast Twist. Yes, of course. Oh, gosh. And then it spills over to the DMs uh, where Stemmet says. Oh, boy. You can't read all of it. <laughs> you can read some of it. <laughs> yeah, just. Uh, Albert, are you done with surgery? Are you better now? And then he replies, you're a clown. Your, your mouth is writing checks. You can't cash. Bud. Bud, yeah. He calls him Bud. There's also some emojis. Two Buds, yep. two buds talking on, on Instagram. Very normal. <laughs> you know, some emojis in here and stuff. Um, too expensive. <laughs> uh, used emojis in private, too. Impressive. How long will it take me to tech pin you? You think you can last a minute? I honestly. Wait, who said that? Ferrari. Hey, hey, Ferrari. Ferrari ain't taking nobody that fast. Come yeah, on. I know. But, well, there's a real long exchange, and basically they just go back and forth talking trash, saying, um, AJ says, don't injury default like you did last year. I'm not exactly sure what that is in reference to. I don't remember. Hmm. Stemmet injury defaulting last year, and he says, yeah, he never injury defaulted. That's he, a great uh, segue. Stemmet calls him out for stalling. He says, because... AJ said he's going to end his um, – I just hope you can continue your life after I end your collegiate wrestling career. I wish I could – I mean, these are all threats that are obviously not going to come true. So when you're making threats, you want something that has a possibility of coming true. If I was Stemmet, I know where I would go with the trash talking. It's very simple because Stemmet does not have better credentials, so he's really got only a couple things he can go to, mm-hmm. and I'll give him – a hint. It was in the Iowa State match. You can go watch the film. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That, that's what you should be using, Nick. He called them out for stalling. How exactly do you intend to end my career stalling? Well, I don't know. I, listen. I don't the, see any medical <laughs> forfeits on uh, Stemmet's record anywhere. I'm looking at his wrestle stat right now. Yeah, I don't remember them ever wrestling or trying to wrestle Oklahoma State last year. So, so he, wrestled at, he wrestled at the Pac-12s. He, he, did get, he got tech fall first match by Norfleet, and then he won three matches in a row. Um, so I'm assuming that's third place. Um, and then he made NCAs, and he lost to uh, Campbell in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's a, it's, um, 
He's 4-0 on the year. Is Nick Stimmen. I don't know if I would have uh, thrown the first uh, first punch. punch. Yeah, no. I kind of like it. Well, not, listen, not hey, really we're talking about watch him, it, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but on the other side of it, what's going to happen? That's okay. It happens yeah. sometimes. It Guess does. you shot. He shot it. And we'll be watching. I can't wait to watch. I know. Uh, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Let's talk about these medical forfeits that you're so fired up about, Christian. Well, no. It's like... Uh, is well before we move on. Is AJ healthy? I mean, he did the whole Columbia stem cell things. He he better show up now. <laughs> yeah, I think he. I think that I take that that he will. I mean, I, based on his weight training, I would assume he's pretty healthy. He that was, is true. He was deadlifting four hundred pounds and uh, rowing it, and then he Mark Coleman was getting in AJ's comment section saying that he was stronger than AJ, which is kind of an interesting back and forth. Mark uh, Coleman was a monster. So Mark Coleman, MMA fighter, was in the comments? Yes. <laughs> Come on. I swear. It, it all might happened. Have been, it might have been um, helped by certain vitamins. Yeah, maybe so. He was a big, strong individual. Now, yeah. uh, so that's that. The AJ, but what else? There's some other good matches going on there. Before we before we get into medical forfeits, which we should, because Shane Sparks uh, got a good conversation going there. I wanted to talk. He's about fired up. It. He's fired up. Off fired up. Shane Sparks. Um, but talk about this uh, Oklahoma State Stanford duel. Uh, some we could see Jay Nabis versus Caden G. Feller. It sounds like G won the wrestle off, which is cool. We're, we love G. So I'd like where to see the, that. I didn't see any results from the Oklahoma State wrestle offs. Where were they? I'd I have word of mouth um, or maybe what? In, our, in our Slack. I didn't see anything official. This is 2021. Give us some damn results, John Smith. <laughs> so, John Smith can do whatever he wants. And we could have uh, – I'm curious if we'll see Carter Young. I don't think we will. Um, I would imagine it will be Dusty Home versus Real Woods, but if it was Carter Young, that would be freaking fantastic. That would be fun. Preseason, I think in interview, John alluded to red-shirting the true freshman for the first half, and then going with them if he thinks they're ready second half. Which makes sense. But it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yes, for for this match, because I'd like to see Real it. Woods versus Carter Young. That would be sick. And I'm, I'm excited to see that. where Real is. You know, last year I didn't think he looked his best, and they had the weird the weird Stanford season. So how does he look? It's, you know, our, our first look, real look at Rob Cole's Stanford Cardinal, mm-hmm. which we have not seen yet. And... uh Shane Griffith versus Travis Whitlake is probably the marquee match of that dual meet. It's a big one. Um, and, you know, it, it's a big opportunity for Whitlake, who is trying to enter into that next tier, that next strata at 165. He's really tough. And uh, I'm sure they probably think they, they got a great shot in that match. So I'm excited for that one. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ben. Um, let's hear it. Medical forfeit. Medical forfeit. I want you to get fired up. Well, here's the thing. What What is... So a little backdrop, looking at some of these um, these tournaments, these Opens this weekend, there was a mm-hmm. weird trend that was like really common of guys <clears throat> getting two wins, looking fine, looking great, and then forfeiting out. So it's not that like... That was weird. And it, and it wasn't like, oh, it happened once. It was like five, six, seven, eight, nine. It was probably ten different occasions. And I went and watched the matches that led into it. And, you know, they look fine. They don't look like there's an actual health issue. And so it's now I'm like I'm at, reaching out to some coaches like what is the deal here why what is the benefit of this why are they doing yeah. it basically 
You go, you get two wins. The early round matches are often the, the easier matches D1. if it's seeded somewhat. Yeah. Then you get two D1 wins, and you forfeit out, and then you get all the benefit for your – you're just basically padding your win percentage stats as, you know, if you're going to be someone that's a fringe qualifier. Is, is that what season, it's for? That is that is part of the reason. I mean, part there's there's, really? different, there's different reasons to do it. There's that reason, which I think is is common. There's sometimes they're just like, hey, we don't want to get four or five matches. We just want to get two matches because of the rigor That's of the so season. Weird. That's annoying. So I so I I thought I honestly thought Christian, I thought you were just going to talk about the backside stuff where it's like, no, I these lost. are front side. I, I only I looked at front side. Okay, well, I thought you were talking about the backside where it's no. like I lost, I can't win, I'm I'm grumpy, I'm going home, which mm-hmm. I, you know. I, I I didn't have much experience after my red shirt year. From my red shirt year, I was at every GD Wrestleback every freaking weekend, uh, wrestling back all the way. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I do have experience there. Um, but the front side thing is kind of perplexing. And I actually I actually was just under the assumption that those were legit injuries. You know, they win two matches, they tweak their knee or they tweak their ankle, and they say, hey, it's you know it's November, it's not worth hurting it worse. Let's go home because obviously, like in old time wrestling. And this is probably even old time, meaning even my era and probably before everything was like, stop being a wimp, get out, tape it up, get out there. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that was freaking everything. And obviously in certain situations, hey, for the NCAA tournament, you got to do that. If you're at the conference, you got to do that. But if it's November, um, it is probably not a good idea to hurt yourself worse if, say, you tweak your ankle, your knee or your shoulder or whatever. It's just not worth it. Yeah, but – Sure, if that's the, if it's it's an injury, yeah. but I don't. I, it doesn't seem like that's what's happening here. These guys are correct, looking fine and winning matches, and then they're out. Um, for example, at one forty nine at at Michigan State Open. Michigan State had the two, I think, the most egregious examples. I, I say egregious, but like just like just stuck out. Um, Alec Hagen had a forfeit in the semis and the finals of the tournament. Really? Yes. <laughs> so he won what? a quarterfinal match. He got a forfeit from Le- Legend Lamer in the semi and a forfeit from Mitch Moore in the finals. So what happened to Legend Lamer? Is he just wanted to get a few matches? He wrestled two matches and, and forfeited. And then Mitch Damn. Moore went pin, tech. He had a 19-second pin, 18-2 tech, 21-second pin, 2-13 pin, and then left. Why? I don't know. I'm gonna get Mitch Moore they're on the fine. phone. I, I mean, they're, they're, I they want, want these answers. I think. I think. I'm not speaking for Mitch Moore. I think a lot of it is they don't want to take an L and have it harm their win percentage or their this or that. Chance Lamer, he beat Dresden Simon. No, no, no. He didn't. He won his first match. Then in the quarters, he got a forfeit from Dresden Simon, which would have been a great match. That and had then, to be an injury because why would you wrestle one match and then forfeit? That's weird. All right, he won fifteen to eight, and then Etchmendia forfeited to him in the sem- so Lamer had a forfeit in the quarters and semis. No, uh, so round of sixteen in quarters. No, because he for- you said he forfeited to the other guy in the semis. His, you his- said Lamer forfeited to Hagen. That was a different different Lamer. Yeah. Oh what. So one lamer was the forfeiter, and the other was the forfeitee. I don't even know if that makes sense. But lamer wrestled, but he got forfeited too by against Simon and Etchmendia. It is a little confusing that it, the lamers are central here and that different sides of the coin. But Chance got forfeits in the quarters and the semis to make the finals, which he won. Okay. 
by the way. Dang. So that that just doesn't. I don't understand. I just don't understand it. Um. So what are you? Well, I do. I actually do understand it. I do understand it. I don't like it. Uh, that you I don't know, like it's, it either. It's uh, you know, it's one thing to say, all right, you know, we want to stay healthy, and of course that and it's and that's a. I think that's an easy thing for everyone to hide behind the safety yes, and the health sure. thing. It's like it's sort of a. It just puts up a wall that is sort of like unquestionable, but. I think we can all use our brains and know that it's not just about health. It's because you're you're choosing to pull yourself out as yeah. you're facing more rigor, right? As yeah, you're facing I mean, a tougher there's, opponent there's, where, where there's more probability of losing. Yeah. On a percentage basis, it's impossible that they're all hurt. So you, you're 100% right on that. I, yeah, you don't know which ones are hurt, but there's no way they're all hurt. That's, that's, I don't want to say it's a statistical impossibility, but pretty damn close. Um, the thing is that now I would like to, so I literally thought we were going to talk about the backside forfeits. I didn't realize me front no. side. I would love to have some coaches opinions right now. Like I know none of these coaches will come on, on and talk publicly about what their thought process are because they're, they need coach speak and they're scared to really speak their minds. Yeah. I would really love to hear what the coaches are thinking and why they're doing this. And that way I, I could push back on that because I don't know what their strategy is. If it's really just to go get a couple wins, that's kind of weird to me. Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, I mean, the obviously the win percentage is one component of what gets you to NCAs, but there's other components also, right? There's the coaches rank, and uh, what's the third one? The um, other rank. There's two rankings. Like RPI, I don't know. RPS, RPI. So, yeah. so RPI matters too, and that would be matches against tough people. So, obviously, winning percentage is is one of the factors, but the other two have to do with rankings. So, if you were to get a good win. Um, it's going to help you. And even really with the uh, way the RPI is set up, if you were to take a good loss, that's probably going to help you also. So um, I, I would really love to hear like exactly in, in very specific detail. Here's what we're thinking. Here's why. Here's the situations. Because I'm not sure every single situation is the exact same, but like what exactly are they doing? Because it, it, yeah, the front side thing is weird. Yeah, they're, they're definitely, and I, th- I think they're, so Shane Sparks put out a tweet that said that medical forfeits should be counted straight up as losses and that they should go on your record as a loss. And I don't – I'm not hey, there. Hey, Shane Sparks is in the chat. Someone give him a code Ooh. to log in. Ooh. We could, yeah. Shane, hit up Tyler on uh, on Slack if you want to call in and, and, and yell about this. We he can, wants to yell. Shane wants to yell. Shane, open invitation. If you can Slack Tyler – and Tyler grants you permission. I'd be happy to have you on. But if this man starts, he, he, one time he ranted for thirty minutes about uh, Robles choosing bottom on McDonough, and I he's wrong. He, I'm not Shane. You're wrong on this one. And he wouldn't shut up about it, and I wanted to fight him. Was I here for that? When was no, this? it was at a burger place. It was in Wisconsin. <laughs> he to hang out, and he wouldn't shut up. Be like, but why did Robles choose bottom? I'm like, because it was the right choice. He said no when he had this big argument, and then I'm like. Dude, you're wrong. And then and then we were and then we almost had a fight. Wow. I wonder how that yeah. would have gone. So listen, here's his argument. His argument is that he had rode him out for two periods or he'd been on top for a long time, and that McDonough was so dangerous and that and, and I said, sim- simply put, if you know, if he chooses top Anthony would tend to get his because he used forearms, right? So they would tend to get tired as the matches went on and he'd become less effective as the match went on. So if he chooses bottom, I think it's eight two, and McDonough gets an escape and a takedown, and all of a sudden it's 
eight five, it's competitive, but Anthony's not gonna get turned. So if you go bottom, McDonald spent time trying to do that. He's, he's not gonna get it, you know. And then he's got to cut you. So instead of eight three, it's gonna be nine two, which is a, a two point swing. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the fact that you coached him there is uh, is, yeah. is good evidence. But staying on on that topic, and if Shane comes on, that's cool. But uh, medical forfeits, county's loss. I do not think that's right because. Medical forfeits exist for, I think, a good reason. Now, are they being used? Are these actual medical forfeits? Because medical forfeit means there's an but, actual injury. But you know what the parallel to draw here, then, Christian, is what the 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 this very simple parallel, and it, and the rule worked well, is that when you have an injury time in a match, when you have an injury time in a match, then the other person gets choice. Mm-hmm. That cut down on fake injury times by. We'll say ninety-seven percent. I mean, yeah. a, re- a really large number. Um, now, where are there? It, does it suck still when there's a real injury time? Like the one that sucks the most for me is when someone pokes someone in the eye and someone needs a few seconds. Well, like, wait, that dude poked that dude in the eye, and the guy, the eye poker, gets the advantage, right? Because the guy, the guy who got eye poked, well, now that should needs- be hands to the face. Yeah. So. Um, that, like, there's a couple times when it's not ideal, which is the same thing if you made a medical forfeit a loss. It would be not ideal sometimes. But I think you would – I think it would help things on the positive side by a lot. Yeah, it, it might, but I, I – it would have some benefit for sure. I'm not, I'm not discounting that. But I think the on the whole, it's not accomplishing what you're, what you're trying to do, which is – What are you trying to do? Well, one, when I think about the value that – uh, a match can have for seeding, ranking purposes, something where no one takes a match has no ranking or seeding purpose because you have no idea who is an actual better wrestler. Sure. Right? And you shouldn't get the benefit of that because a guy got injured around previously or a concussion or something like but then, that. But again, how? I, so this is where I would be curious if we had not, if we had stats, we'd be, are you better? But what percentage of those are actual injuries where they can't wrestle and what percentage are guys – just not wanting to be out there. Because at this point, the argument, I think the argument you're making is that it's actually a fairly high percentage who are just choosing not to wrestle versus no, can't. I, I, I think on the top side, that is a new a newer phenomenon, in my yes. opinion, to see yep, that. Absolutely. You're uh, right. The backside has been, or we've seen that forever, the drop-down blues, and they say... They it, just, it wasn't they as bad, it. but it's definitely worse now. Yeah, people trying to get out. So... I would say I would say it is maybe a new thing that's happening more. I think in general they are um, they're they're done out of caution. Maybe not though. You know, maybe it's yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it's fifty fifty. And if it is fifty fifty, I think even then it's not worth giving because Spencer but, Lee okay. forfeits out of Midlands. You don't get credit for a Spencer Lee win. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, so maybe you exclude, so maybe you exclude them in the rankings portion. But if they go on the record, right? Guys aren't going to want to take extra L's. And so, uh, you know, the big negative part of this type of thing, Christian, is that um, when someone spends their money and their time to attend a tournament, and they want to get matches and they want to get better wrestling, and then you have all these dudes forfeiting, like the so my just broad perspective. The point of the tournament is to get people matches to, number one, uh, figure out who's the best. We're going to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then number two, for the individuals, their job would be to get better. They go to a tournament to compete to get better at wrestling. And so if we are 
if we're taking both of those things out, then that sucks for the guys who are doing their best to just show up and compete as hard as they want. From the comments section to live on air, Shane Sparks. <laughs> What's oh, up? He's today. about to Matt return this entire show. I don't think medical forfeits should count as a loss. I think that hey, is. Wait. What? I got to. You know, this is this, Shane. I had to boom. My head just exploded. Because do you remember the first the reason we met? The first thing I remember, yeah, I do, Ben. I remember it exactly. So this is going back to, I'm going to say, Uh-oh. 04, maybe 2004. 04, I did a, somewhere in there, yeah. I did a sports talk show in Appleton, and part of our little, we, we did not have a producer, so I was taking every call hot. So my little system was you would call up and you would say, this is so-and-so, and I'm, I'm on AM 1570 to score. So I get a random phone call once, and this guy calls up and he goes, he didn't give me his name, and he goes, I'll bet you can't tell me who this is. And I go, I'll bet you I can. And I don't remember what Ben's credentials were at the time, but I think I said something like, this is national champion and Dan Hodge trophy winner Ben Askren from Missouri. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was a great day. That was a good time. Uh, too funny. And then uh, – and then we went out to uh, Scott Cleaver's house with uh, that was yep. Cole Conrad was there. You, Nick Hockey, Max. We had a yep. you know a Scott Great Cleaver time. meat fest, and uh, those were those <laughs> were good times. But then, and I'm surprised that you even would remotely want me in any debate with you after. Oh boy! After that time at the uh, there was a David Taylor camp, if I remember right, at yep, AWA. And yep. to this day, to this day, and we can talk about this another time. But Matt, but, but Robles should have picked top. Robles should have picked top. <laughs> hey, you still, you still haven't accepted that you're wrong. He should have. He, here, here's what happened, Ben. Ben, and you're a smart guy, and you're very analytical. You're analytical. Uh, let me Give me one minute to just go off on this because I just caught it one time. Here's prediction. What happened prediction. Day. This will be much longer than a minute. <laughs> well, this is what happened. And you're analytical, Ben. That, that's one thing that makes you different is you, you just look at things differently. But the, the one thing I like about you, Ben, is you're analytical, but you also have the manalytics, as Colin Coward would say. Sometimes you, gotta, you can't just go off the book. But in that match, Robles takes him down, and he rides him and turns him. I mean, he's dominating that, dominating that match, okay? The only thing at that stage of the match that was going to beat him was getting pinned. That was it. And, and McDonough could pin guys. That was the only, the only thing that was going to stop Robles. Ultimately, it didn't matter. But, but McDonough, I believe, did ride him out that entire third period. Didn't turn him. But the right call there is if you're in a national championship match. This is not November when maybe you want to go on bottom to get a feel, you know, go in different positions to get a feel that, you know, for matches down the road. But in that situation, it was the last match of his career. He had taken him down. He had turned him. He had rode him and rode him some more. He might have turned him twice. Mm, and you pick bottom? Why? If nothing else, go on top and take a minute off the take a minute off the clock. It, it worked out for Robles. I mean, that's the bottom line. But analytically, if you broke it down analytically also, it would tell you that your chances of winning that match would have been better by going on top. You owned it. And I would say this, Ben. Christian, I wasn't lying. I told he earned, he dominated that match in one position and basically, quote unquote, earned the right to continue to, to control that <laughs> match in that top Can position. You the screen? 
Are you watching? Oh Scooby? man, he got it in you. in a minute. Um, hey, can we? Get, no, listen. I think you guys have the capability here at Flow on the Flow chat. Can we put? Can we put a poll? Should Robles have chose bottom? Can we put a poll on? There? I don't know. Well, here's here's what we know. He won the match, so he didn't. He didn't. So, sometimes we know this guy's too. Sometimes it's like playing blackjack. If mm-hmm. you play blackjack and you're at the table, and I'm not a blackjack expert, but um, if if you got a, if, if the dealer has like a ten or a face card, you got to assume that he's got another face card for a twenty. If you got a five or a six and you hit, now you're at a fifteen or a sixteen, you hit again. It, you, you might lose, but it's the right play. Sometimes the right play doesn't get you to win, but it's still uh, the right play. Lock. I don't. I haven't played blackjack in fifteen years. Yeah, it's I've been about 15 years, too. But I, the, the reason I know that is because when I went to Oneida Casino about 15 years ago, Green Bay, I was the that's guy. Right by, hey, that's I, right by AWA Green Bay. You go again, you need to stop uh, by and yeah, get some wrestling. But I would get, okay. I'd, I'd have like a five or a six, and the, uh, the, the dealer would have that face card showing, and, and there was a timer I learned quickly I didn't hit. And I might even win the hand, and the whole table's pissed off at me. Like, that's not the right play. Learn how to play the game the right way. You might not win all the time, but you play the right play the right way. Robles, and I love Robles, and he, he won the match. So it's the, the bottom line is he won. If he gets if he gets beat there, turned or pinned, now we got a whole nother conversation. But it was still the he still should have went top. Still should have went top. Because then okay. I, then I think he would have. Yeah, it, it it is what it is. But that's that's that. So on the, on the medical forfeits, guys, and I appreciate you guys bringing this up. Here's what I would tell you. Full, full transparency here. I don't have all the answers. I just wanted to kind of get a conversation started. Uh, should, should every medical forfeit count as a loss? That's probably too harsh. I probably went a little bit too harsh on that. All right. But the, point yeah. being, the point being is this, guys. And, Ben, you can answer this. I, I can't answer this because I didn't wrestle. But my assumption would be that if you are a Division I wrestler and you put that much time in, training, discipline, like, why do you do it? Don't you do it to compete? Like, don't you? I mean, right? Why? If you're a wrestler, wrestle. I just don't understand why you put all that time. I mean, isn't that the fun part? Isn't that yeah. how you do it? Don't you want the challenges against the best guys? And, and, yeah, and also, I mean, I talked Coach Smith and let me go to the CMSU Open. I said they gave yeah, me Prius and Gold because he didn't want to let me go. I think about guys, and I'm probably missing guys, but guys that come to mind, you, Ben, you you always showed up. Hell, you'd bump up weights to wrestle better guys on pay. Like, yeah. I love that about you. Bo Nickel didn't miss much, if any. Mark Hall didn't miss. David Taylor didn't miss. I just, it's like, gosh, you, you worked that hard. The reward the reward is to put yourself in these in these tough matches. And you know, and, and we know this too. And I know it might it might hurt your seed, this and that. You know what else we know? You can take the seeds of the national tournament half the time and they all go out the window because there's a, a, a quote unquote upset here and upset there. And it's like I, I, I would have rather gotten that experience in November and December, even if it meant taking a loss. That that's okay. Like, that's okay. My biggest regret from high school, guys, I'm going, I hate to drop the high school stuff here. (laughs) I'm going back 30 years ago. I wrestled at 103 as a senior in high school. And here's what happened. Oh, boy. I got to wrestle a bunch of kids that weren't any good. 
and I padded my record, and it was all fine and dandy until I had to wrestle somebody that was good. And you know what? I wasn't ready for it because I took, if I hate to admit this, it kills me to say this and admit it, but I took the easier path. And you know what? The easier path will always catch up with you. If you are to be great, like if you really, 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 truly want to get better at wrestling, and, and it, that, why wouldn't you compete? So I'm not saying that they should all take losses, but there's got to be a consequence. There's got to be a consequence for not towing the line. That's my rant. Gotta, yeah. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be something. I'm with that. I am too because uh, I think it's just overall. I think it's the pendulum has swung so far one way on yeah. a couple things. There's this, there's this idea that, which I think it is rooted in something real. Of If you compete a lot and you're doing 30, 40 matches a year, it's like, the rigor of that adds up, and by the end of the year, you're not the same guy. And that's what you're trying to avoid missing. Like, you want to be optimized when it matters most. So I get that. And the idea that a match is is an opportunity to get injured and you're more exposed there is is a real thing. But I think it swung too much that way. It's like, I think that should be a consideration in how you build your schedule, right? So build your schedule to... Compete it to the maximum amount you can with all that in mind. But don't b- make your schedule, and then within your schedule, you are, yeah. you're eliminating parts of it. It's like, well, just make the schedule that makes the most sense and send your guys and have them do their best, and then that's, that's what you should be thinking about. Instead of, we're going to make this schedule, but we're going to send only some of our guys, and only some of our guys are actually going to do the whole tournament because they do the whole tournament, they might A, lose, or B, get injured, which is, you know, that's something that can happen in all tournaments. So I don't know. I honestly, Shane, I don't think, I can't currently think of a method to um, pr- to really punish that, the behavior, but punish it because I think – we all have to realize that medical forfeits are important and you can't and, and yeah. they, they you shouldn't get credit for a win that you didn't but, really get. I mean, if we just did statistical analysis on the amount, I mean, just that first weekend this year versus first weekends in years past, uh, it's way up. Way is way, way, yeah. way up. And um, obviously, I, I put it out, I think probably 20 years ago, people were almost too tough for their own good to where it was negative to the yeah. long-term consequences. Um, but there should be, there, this, this should be addressed. As the injury time was addressed, you know, I brought up that was a situation that's been addressed. Uh, it's not perfect. I don't know that there is a way to make it perfect, but it has, I, I believe it's greatly improved the product. And it's also greatly improved the fairness of the matches because within the rule set, it's supposed to be a seven-minute consecutive match. And if you allow one person to take three minutes off, that, that's changing that dynamic of what that match should be. So that is a rule that's been put in place, which has significantly improved both the competitive nature and the, the spectator nature of the match. I, I don't see why we couldn't do something similar. And maybe we don't have the answer this morning, but I think we can find an answer. Yeah. I, I mean, the injury, defo- or injury time thing has been perfect, and I've loved how it's, it's been applied. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't think yep. that thing is super evident right now in, in the wrestling space, but ho- hopefully so because it is just an annoying, annoying sort of thing. Um, Shane, what else is going on, man? Uh, just excited. I mean, just wrestling season, you know, that, you know, great time of year. You know, I mean, I just, I, I just, we want to see these good matches. There was somebody that had a tweet to, it might've been that virtual NCA guy who's, I, I think his stuff is pretty funny, 
but he had he had one out there too about and I think he's probably you know poking the line whoever that might be that you know wrestling's not you know it, it might have stemmed off this whole medical forfeit thing that you know don't get it twisted wrestlers are not here for our entertainment and I'm like that is completely wrong I don't remember Ben Askren ever taking them at one time without the maybe the sole purpose of entertaining. And the wrestling came with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's you a, guys. You guys should have been here back in the early two thousands when Ben was wrestling at Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, it was like man. when the message boards first started out. That was those were those were great times. Man, and that's but, something uh, I wish we had we had more footage of because that that would be guys. Uh, let me ask you this: one, as long as I got you on here, I, yeah. I think you know the robust top bottom thing is debatable. I think the medical forces <laughs> think we all agree on. We just don't have the answers. But here's here's another one of my things that. Again, I don't know how you do this, but you know what else drives me nuts? And, and Ben, you alluded to it before. It's supposed to be a six, seven-minute match consecutively. You know what else I think there's got to be a consequence for? And this might be over Pins. the top because I love the injury timeout. You take an injury timeout, there's a consequence. I like consequences when you don't do things right, some of them more controllable than others. But what about this one? You know what else they need to figure out? Blood time. Here's my thought process. Let them bleed, baby. You get one. You get one chance to fix it. If you got to wrap his head up, you get my, my thought process. If you got one chance, that would get fixed too. You get one of them. The next one, other guy gets a choice. Maybe a little bit over the top. What about like nose plugs? Ah, uh, some of those I, some of those matches, especially in high school, they take twenty minutes because a kid. They, it takes them ten times to get it figured out. It's like. And you that can tell annoying. if you're at these matches, when the kids come out of the corner, it's like, we're going to be back here in 20 seconds. What do you yeah, th- yeah. How crazy do you think that is? That's pretty crazy. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, it's like, I, I like, think it's not the kids' fault. Their nose, like some kids just have noses that just bleed and bleed, and the plugs are not effective. Unless you're saying, first time out, tape the entire face up, yeah, mum- I, mummify this I, child. I mean, okay. I guess we could. I'd be, I, I personally would be all right with that, but that's just me. Like, get it fixed. My thing is this. I don't think anyone, maybe it would be a very rare instance, maybe one out of a thousand times where blood time is gamed, right? You can game the injury time so easily. Whirly bird, you know, that's the oldest trick yeah. in the book. When they, when they <laughs> stick their finger up their nose, they put their finger in their mouth, and then they like, look at my blood. Look yeah, at my everyone's, blood. Everyone's <laughs> lip is bleeding in a wrestling match. So. I hate it when they do this. Like I've seen that yeah. move a couple of times. I'm like, all right, <laughs> we, we get mouth. it. Swallow it. Yeah. Stop being a pug. Uh, you know what? I would. Uh, so obviously, in fighting, in fighting, you can bleed, and they continue the contest. I know this is probably unrealistic at the high school, <laughs> likely the college level. But in flow, in flow, like you guys do pro matches, f it, let them bleed. No big deal. Blood's kind of cool. People kind of like blood a little bit. You know, like when there's a bloody <laughs> fight, it gets people a little bit excited. Who cares? Let him bleed. Yeah, the deal. Yeah. You know, add a little. You know, it's like adding a little character to it, right? I mean, that's yeah, yeah. It would yeah. mortify every I, wrestling mom in high school, but yeah, yeah at the professional at hard. the professional level, though. Um, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Okay. So so let them bleed. You know what? Yeah. I mean, they, obviously, with UFC, you know, or mixed martial arts, we do blood tests, and the blood tests, you know, generally last. I think it's a year. They're good for a year, you know. So you got to do that once a year or whatever um, to make sure you got don't have any issues getting into the cage um, because you don't want to give someone say AIDS or nothing. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing gets Just ben, make it, make ben some loves AIDS. Why is he laughing so yeah. hard? <laughs> no one loves AIDS jokes like Ben. Man. Look at him. He's losing his mind. <laughs> Christian! You want, you want to get AIDS or what? I'm, no. That's why. That's the main reason I'm not an MMA fighter, Ben. Yeah, it's, it's the AIDS. We we can test it. It's all good. I am I am not HIV positive. I'm great. Thank goodness. Uh, glad yeah, to hear that. Good. I was gonna. I, that was our next topic. I was gonna ask your HIV status, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it came up organically finally. So I didn't have to. So that's helpful for me. Um, so yeah, we saw blood time. We're working on the medical forfeits. Uh, we're working on. You know, we're trying to go back and get. Robles' uh, match tactics fixed. Um, what's your schedule? You're now you're Mr. Uh, you're Mr. Football now, Shane. Are we gonna lose you to the to the bit to the gridiron? What's no, going I, on here? I, I've just been fortunate. I got to do uh, I got to do four football games. I thought I was done, but uh, Friday night I'm heading to uh, Gainesville, Florida. I get to go to the swamp. Gonna Ooh. do an SEC Whoa. game. It's it's Florida. They're they're not playing uh, another SEC team. I just found out about it, but. Uh, Football's great. You know, football's it, it's such a from a broadcast standpoint, it's just a different preparation. I just love it. It's it's such an event. Uh and then Big Ten schedule kicks off next week. Nebraska and uh North Carolina. Looking forward to that. What I like and I know with the ACC, you, you don't have as many teams as they do in basketball, obviously, but I love the the Big Ten ACC showdown that they do in basketball. I think mm -hmm. they still do it. But yeah. uh I'm looking forward to that. I mean, th that'll be that'll be good. And then we got uh Next Saturday, I think that's the twentieth. Oklahoma State at Minnesota. So, yeah, Heck yeah. I mean, here we go. Yeah. My question: Are you guys going to be back broadcasting in the venues, or are you still doing the remote thing? Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> the majority of them are uh, in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got so it. which it's it's not it's not uh, it's not perfect, but I would say, man, it's 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 all right. I mean. Between traveling, you got to travel a couple of days. You can save that time. Uh, you, you miss out on a few things. I saw last night there was a basketball game, Ohio State and Akron, I believe. Jason Bonetti was doing it. He's phenomenal, voice of the White Sox. And they had some technical difficulties. And he goes, I'd love to explain what's happening right now, but that's not possible. You know, so it, it uh, you know, some of that stuff happens, but I mean, it, it is what it is. Nobody's losing, losing sleep um, over that's it. That's never but, happened here. Hey, so like, like I found, uh, I found Shane in in the comments on Facebook. The Facebook comments are also also asking you, Shane, to explain how you feel about Brent Metcalf at number one hundred on the on the full wrestling top one hundred. I I thought Metcalf. I mean, this is between Bader, Mike Mail, Andy Hamilton, Kyle Klingman, Christian. You and I have probably argued about it. JD, you, I mean, I, I, it, this this I just love. I love lists. Because the list, no matter what, <laughs> I, love I love lists. <laughs> I love lists. Christmas love lists, lists, it doesn't matter. This is this is an awesome list. I love this. I I think when it's all said and done, this has the potential to be Flo's best film, and they've had some phenomenal, phenomenal films. Uh, I really like this one. I just, I mean, when you think about Brett Metcalf, man, I mean, God darn it. I, I just, I, I thought he should be, what, what number did he come in at? 90-something. 100. 100. Oh, he was okay. He was 100. Yeah, I, I think I think Metcalf is is higher than 100. Higher than Guerrero and Zane Rutherford. Man, it's because that's 99 and 98. Yeah, yeah. That that list isn't that that list is it's incredible. I mean, it's yeah. it's 
I mean, like, I'll give you a guy that I think was one of the best that I've seen in, in when I go back to the last 25 years. And my assumption is he's not going to be on the list. Maybe he is on the list. Maybe he is. Maybe I'm speaking too soon. Mm. But uh, growing up in Wisconsin, going to watch Badger matches, Donnie Pritzlaff to me is like he was, you know, two-time NCAA champ, beat, beat Heskett to win them both in awesome matches. I, I believe he won a couple Big Ten titles. I think he was a world silver. Mm-hmm. Like Don, I mean, it's, it's like if, and he might not make the list and maybe rightfully, so, I mean, maybe when you look at everybody else, like you just gave the examples, like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe not. But uh, there are a lot of guys on this list. It makes you appreciate to make this list how good you got to be. Like, yeah. man. Yeah, what? Rutherford. I mean, Rutherford's one of the best I've, Ever. One, if you ask me, you know, last 10 years, give me five guys that pop off the charts. Zane's going to be one. I mean, he was the mall guys. I mean, just destroy people. Last destroy 10 years, people. he's got to be one of the top four NCAA oh, wrestlers. Like, yeah. Day, yeah. Steve. So, oh, if we're on just well, NCAAs, Zane's, Zane's top 20 all time, I think. It would it would be, I think he's probably top 10. Um, three undefeated Hodge yeah. trophy seasons, basically. I That would maybe be a fun project to do after this is like the top NCAA wrestlers of all time, right? Because that, that's what has yep. become. That's what has become the conversation because so there's so much, especially in America, focus on NCAA folk style. That's like our thing. And people forget about like, no, there's a world championships yeah. against the planet. There's a planet contest. So it's I, like, I, honestly, it's not these guys that are within four years of your age group in this one style that's only done in America. It's actually the thing everyone does, right? So that has precedent too. Not that we ignore folk style. That's why Zane's on the list because folk style does matter, but it's not the end all be all. It's tough to I mean, but it's the best. Things. But it's the best style. I mean, we all yeah. Agree on let's that. go, Shane Sparks. We all agree on that one. We all Man, do. Man, I don't know. Um, don't get me. Started. I mean, honestly, you guys would have made your lives a whole lot easier if you would have done a Greco list, a women's list, an international men's list, an NCA list. I mean, no. that's like you know what I'm saying. The top it, it, it would have so much easier of all I time. Understand. It would, I just said easier. I didn't say better. I said easier. Yeah. It's about better, not easier. You want to take medical forfeits to pad your stats. We're <laughs> I've never done a medical forfeit in my life. We're running the gauntlet, Ben. <laughs> I'm We're still mad at Coach it. Smith. Listen, Coach Smith. Love you, Coach Smith. There Shout out. Two matches. There was two matches he held me out of in my life because he wanted to give someone else a match. Fair, fair enough. I likely would have got two pins because they weren't very good people. I would have been tied for third on the pins list, not fourth. Coach Smith uh, lost me a spot on the pins list, and I will never forgive you for that. Well, <laughs> well sorry, Coach Smith. Um, but, yeah, uh-huh. got to give some other guys some mad time. Um, yeah. So, all right, where, where else do you want to talk about, Shane? Um, we're, so, Yanni, uh, J.D. just yeah, put something in, in the doc here. Yanni continued Uh-oh. to cheese us, uh, or tease us, excuse me. So he put out an Instagram post, 141 or 149 or bigger, I emoji. The world may never know. So we don't know. What weight do you think he's going, Shane? Here's, and again, this is something I've, this is just me. I've just, and maybe it's the old man get off my lawn. Maybe it's maturity. It. Maybe it's, I, I would love it if he went 141 mm-hmm. because I'm all about, you know, like vision quest. I mean, dude, you know, that's what I loved about Dake going up and with, with Dake Taylor. That was, I mean, all year, that's always, that was such a great story. It was so fun culmination at the national tournaments. 
you look at 141, you could have Yanni, Nick Lee, Ironman, Michich, Rivera. Like, Brutal, you win that, I mean, that's a that's a mic drop right there. So if I'm if I'm Yanni, why not? Why not? It, yeah. I'd love to see him go 141 because I cannot imagine. <clears throat> I mean, you take those five guys, darn. I mean, you better bring the big boy pants to win that one. Big boys. The Get your big britches. Big boy pants. Woo! <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I mean, for the fan and me. We have Shane Sparks on that. more often. Of he course. Said big boy pants. Open invitation. Big boy pants. Open invitation. He that there, bro, whistling up. I'm calling Tyler though. Oh, <laughs> Tyler, we're gonna cut him. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a, a kill switch for for Shane. What, what do you guys think? I mean, what do you think about Yanni? Where, yeah, I mean, go? for it's like for for me for Cornell, I don't know how much better or worse the team is with him at 41 or 49, right? So if it's not a major team consideration, I think it's just between like him and Saunders, like right. Like, Saunders is not a 49 in my opinion. Um, probably not. Maybe he is, and maybe he'll have to be, but I think he's probably a, a better suited 41. But for, man, the idea of going 41, but that's just like the fan in me. I'm not saying that's like the pragmatic right choice. He's outgrown it at, by and large. Like If he goes 41, I think it's like a two-way-in type of thing, like conferences, NCAs, that's it. Which, uh, I don't believe so. Don't you don't believe, believe so? I was told that in, uh, in Oslo. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. So the it sounds is, like... Fluid. I think they're doing an open turn. I just checked their schedule. It's not on the turn on their schedule. The schedule's kind of weird. They only have like 10 matches on there. They have one, two, three. They only have four duels on their schedule. What's wrong with their schedule right now? I don't know. Maybe okay. that's their schedule. Anyways, uh, I believe they're doing an open tournament either this weekend or the following. And then that's going to kind of give some indication on he ain't good what the to team feels like. Oh, okay. What? Well, he's not going to do an open, is he? Correct about how how well the other people do. Okay, so we'll be right. monitoring that situation. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. God, how great is the Davies back though? Oh my gosh, it, it was brutal. A, I mean, that's a game changer. Yeah, yeah, that would stink. Um, I'm so glad they're back, Princeton. The Ivy's coming. And we haven't talked about this result yet. Joe Mancio of Columbia beat Sam Latona this week, and that was shocking. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Crazy match, and it wasn't like uh some. You know, there's fluke wins happen where it's like, oh, crazy pin off an exchange, and then it's over. It's like this was a back and forth battle. There was some yeah, but who's he training with? Zach Tanelli. Uh oh, here we go. It all comes back to the Badgers, baby. Wisconsin, the greatest state in the union. Uh, It's it's not, but Zach Tanelli. You talk about again going back to a list, the a, a top ten mean list. Zach Tanelli's on the list. If I'm going into a back alley and somebody says, you got five guys, I will say this. There's something about this, and it's New Jersey. Give me Pritzloff. Give me Tanelli. Uh, uh, give me Anthony Ashnotes. I mean, let me just go into the, I mean, those, those guys. Steve Mako. I listen, Mako is yeah, the first I'll one off the board. We're, we're squishing your whole squad. Listen, <laughs> I get Mako. Later, Tanelli. He's, he's yeah, foot sweeping yeah, all these guys. He literally kicked guy. him in the ass. <laughs> He's, this, was tough. this man was just kicking people talk in about, matches. Talk about one of the best scrambles I've ever seen. Ben, you probably, you guys might remember this, maybe not, but one of the best that? scrambles that I ever remember. Big, uh, I think Tanelli was ranked number one in the country, and he, he I think he was a senior wrestling. Kellen Russell, I think, was a freshman. Oh Another great scramble. 
Russell beat him. I think that was in the Big Tens. And uh, but Tinelli was he was just mean. But no, I mean that's why. I mean obviously that that you know same size, close to it with Tinelli. I'm sure that doesn't uh, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. So that was a huge huge win for him. And now did Latona look the best I've seen him look? I I I really wonder. Latona at 125, first weigh in. It's going to be tough for him this year. I mean, it, it, he is. He is enormous at 125. Really? So you think he's that big? I never viewed him as a big 25. I viewed oh, him as like Latona. Because well, he's I huge. viewed him as the right size 25. I mean, he remember how small he started out his like competitive career when I when mm-hmm. I remember. I think he was like an 88 pounder or some something like the smallest dude. Yeah, he is right? no longer. He is no longer that. At 25 okay. is a, a, a real deal <laughs> cut tall. for him. He is a tall. He's tall. It's not easy. I think first first time down. I didn't think his feet looked at quite as sharp. I thought, but Mancho is still the story here. I mean, I'm not not yeah. trying to discredit, but I'm not also I'm not just going to pretend that Latona looked the most amazing I've ever seen him look either. So a great win for Mancho and definitely puts him on the radar. And Columbia's they've got some they've got some juice coming. You know, they've got some yeah. solid recruits. Good result here. I'm excited to see you know another Ivy League team start to climb the ranks. We know that Penn is just on their way as mm-hmm. well. Um, with everything they've got going, the Princeton Ivy League solid be... this year. Mm-hmm. Princeton, solid Princeton, this... every yeah, they're just oh like yeah, a, they got to go without. They're kind of like in the Cornell. You just know they're going to have a tough team, right? Now they're not, yeah. they're not Cornell level yet, but they're they are on their way certainly. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, what sucks about Cornell is you remember we were talking about them in 2021, possibly loading up to to make a run at a title, and now obviously they lost Dean and. You know, the, all all the parts they lost Rob Cole and all the parts aren't there anymore. But that that sucked for Cornell big time. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. Yeah, yeah, they were they were in really good shape, really good shape. Rumor mill, pure rumor mill. Oh, let's go rumors. I love that it. Max Dean won a wrestle off against Michael Beard yesterday. Total rumor mill. We'll see who starts this weekend, but I think it'll be Max Dean. My rumor mill said that it's very competitive because so, you guys yesterday, I don't remember. It was. Um, Bray was saying that uh, it wasn't all that competitive, and I've heard it very back and forth. That's what I got. There's no way it's not competitive, um, and I, I that's what Bray t- said, right? Didn't he say that? No. Uh, Are I don't, you well, I don't sure? Know. I don't Rewind so. the tape, Tyler. Pull it up from yesterday. I believe he said <laughs> one guy. He, he said that Beater was kicking his butt. No, oh my gosh. No, you were you here. Were you were here. You were with me. Yeah, I know. Uh, that yeah, I don't think that's the case at all. Here's one, guys. You guys have probably talked about this Uh-oh. plenty, but where, where's Soriano ending up? I mean, that, that to me is that is fascinating. To me. Like I'm dying to find out where that where that lands. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning like, to. Uh, I'm gonna guess Michigan's gonna be my final guess. Okay, so you're gonna go Michigan. Michigan makes sense, guess. and then he competes sense. for Team Italy. Hell no! Bite your tongue. Um, yes, so, there we go, baby. I I think Iowa State's in the mix, Ohio State's in the mix, Michigan. I think Penn State maybe still in the mix. Uh, Penn State maybe in the Hildebrandt sweepstakes as well, yeah. which would be oh, uh, big for them. They they need a twenty five, you know. Uh, I have which, I have no idea. I have no idea, no idea. But if I, if somebody had a gun to my head, I'll take Ohio State. Yeah. Well, they've got a lot of recruiting momentum right now. That's for sure. Yeah, they do. But Nick yeah, Suri- do. Landon Nick Suriano is a different, different challenge altogether. It is, but if anybody can it do it, it doesn't make Tom sense, Ryan. though. Be- 
But it doesn't make sense because they're not good. I mean, Nick's only got one year or one, one semester. And Ohio State's just not going to challenge this year. I mean, they, they do not have the firepower. If he had like two or three years with these classes coming in, I would say, yeah, I see it. But the, one year, I don't see it. You know what would be bananas? If if he committed there, Nick Soriano still has a redshirt available. He could if he Stop. Goes, he, he does. Stop. You're lying. <laughs> what do you mean lying? He has a redshirt available. He never redshirted. Uh, okay. I'm so you could come in red shirt, Malik finishes up, and then next year, you know, if you want to wrestle all those hammers, you could do it. Yeah. Now, that that but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where Nick's gonna go. Um, hopefully, we we find out soon. I would imagine next couple weeks we'll know, but we will see. Okay. <laughs> Kristen, right. you got that look. Yeah, like, Kristen, you're not making eye contact, which tells me, like, you know, you're just not saying anything. Ooh, no. he's on to you. <laughs> oh, you must. Oh, man. Mr. Body Language, Body Language Shane. Listen, I. That's uh, it. I just thought of what Kristen's talking. He's kind of like looking away. I'm, I just, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I got to get a better, better poker face, I guess. All right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, Okay, where do we want to go next? We talked about that. Matt Ramos looked pretty good in his first two matches. Owen Treffin beat Deontay Wilson again, so it looks like he'll be the starter for NC State in the Wolfpack, at least in the early goings. Um, any other results from the weekend that, that stuck out to you guys? Um, I'm not sure what, what you all talked about yesterday. Carson Karchla yeah. uh, looked really good. It was yeah. fun to see him in the Ohio State school. Oh. I know one we didn't talk about. Sammy Sasso had a, we'll say, relatively close match. It was Zach Sherman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple penalty points in there, I believe. What was it a locked hands and what was the other point? I don't know. Locked. It was, it was two penalty points. I believe it was both of Sherman's points. And he uh, won it on riding time, I believe, right? So it was, it was three two, but both of uh, Sherman's points were penalty points, and then he had the ride time point to make it four to four to two. But okay. you know that that that's a pretty close match there. Yeah, that is, and Sammy can have those from from time to he time. Can. But Sh- Sherman is is a dangerous wrestler, man. He's uh, he's one of those guys that's he has a ton of skills. He he's a he's a dangerous dangerous guy. I don't know if he's you know first match. It's kind of grain of salt across the board and those kind of things, but Sherman's uh-huh. Sherman's for real, and he's going to be some good yeah. guys this year. That'll and be a good match next next Wednesday at Nebraska with him and Lovett. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. That will be good. I don't know who I would favor there. How about Lovett? Just goes up two weights and like balls out at Big Ten. He didn't have a good NCAA's, but yeah. he's going to be tough at at one forty nine. I like him um, a lot. The other match we didn't talk about UNC Ohio State was Keyshawn Clark and Jordan Decatur went to overtime where Decatur lost. Um, which I think we think that, well, man, it's kind of, I was going to say Keyshawn Clark's going to be a factor for All-American, but with how tough 141 is, he's probably on the outside looking in. Yeah, man. I mean, if, if especially if Yanni goes down, there's basically only yeah. three spots available to, like, what we'll call really the field, dude. right? Because it's, yes. like, it's almost unthinkable that Stevon, Sebastian, Nick Lee, Jay Nyerman, or Yanni wouldn't place i mean that's crazy i mean where if that weight happens maybe this is a question where does it stack all time all time that's what i was thinking getting back to the lists that was one that's i mean a list for you right there it's up there i mean it, it's not 2008 149 but when you think about 2009 157 well, that was a really good weight that i think that it was stacked but it was but i mean one of the things that i would argue with you on the 2008 149 is like don't argue these are <laughs> indisputable <laughs> 
These are I, I, okay. Listen, don't quote. You can tell me if I'm wrong. At 2008, Wolverine, I don't think any of them dudes had made a world team yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Sebastian Vera obviously was on Puerto Rico, but he's wrestling at World Championships. Stevan okay. um, Michix was the number one seed at the Olympics mm-hmm. already, not not in the future, but has already been. Yanni has already been on a senior level world team. So we have uh, Nick Lee, obviously Nick Lee and Jaden both have had success at the senior level. So we've had guys who've already had that you know senior level success. Where I don't think we were there the the one forty nine two thousand eight bracket. Uh, maybe Metcalf, but Burroughs had not at that point. Um, it, well, it's it's such a that's what the thing with the era comparison. College guys weren't really doing that kind of as thing much. Then. Correct. I mean, yeah. there weren't Yanni's and Nick Lee's trying to make the Olympic teams at, after their sophomore junior season. It was just like super rare. There were some, some of us. It just it wasn't to the extent. Like I mean, I I can tell you because I was in that era. I wrestled. I think every year except one year I had an injury. Um, Medical forfeit and out. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't wrestle. No, I finished. I think I finished that tournament. And then I just that's a medical forfeit. Stop. <laughs> Um, anyways, Christian, uh, there were other people, but not to the, not to the level right now. There's the, I would say the high majority of the best guys are competing in those tournaments. And in that era, I would say it was, you know, just a handful of guys who really liked wrestling, who wanted to be there and try to make teams. Um, but there were not guys having the success, the success when they're right. There weren't a lot of college guys making teams. It was almost, we'll say almost none. Yeah. I mean that's that's a crazy one. Um, the idea that that Kyle Snyder and Jaden Cox weren't in the same NCAA weight is pretty insane, because mm-hmm. you know they both would win World and Olympic titles soon after. And neither of them won the bracket. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. Man. Insane. So, um, man, I think I think it gets up there in terms of historical significance. You know, we're really because of the international factor. Because of I think. You know, we'll, we'll see who wins the weight and if Yanni even goes there. But, um, you know, it, it's it's a lot of NCA and freestyle credentials. But it, it's just a, for five just tough dudes, it's it's really yes. up there. Very tough weight. Yeah, that we'll weight see. class is stacked and not uh, not as stacked as 141, but heavyweight too now with Cassiope. I oh, mean, my gosh. Oh, baby. Tony Cassiope, hey. I'm impressed with that. I mean, he's – I'm not going to go out and say he's at Stevenson's level. I mean, I, I, I think okay, good because we would cut your mic yeah. right away. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, here's, that's that's awesome. Here's where this whole thing started, Ben. Ben, here's where this whole thing started with Stevenson. Okay. I am proud to admit I am the president of the Gable Stevenson fan club. I jump. On, <laughs> I don't. I don't go too crazy on Twitter with too many predictions. I went all in on him before the Olympics, and I can tell you, my son can attest. We were in a hotel room in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm watching his Olympic match, and I'm like. I was not. I, I'm like, oh, God. I thought, I Shane, man, this. you're disappointing me right now. You said before the Olympics, I Big thought you were deal. telling me like Cheesehead no. 2014. No, no, I said, I listen, thought you were saying Cheesehead 2014. Listen, I'm the listen, president. No, you're the no sergeant at arms, Shane. I'm the listen, Gable flag yeah, carrier. Yeah, Shane. I'm in sure January. Loved him in 2014 no, or something. We're doing lists. We're doing lists for the Big Ten in January. Take a weight class in the top 10 guys in the last 10 years. That was the deal. Okay. And Tim Johnson, who I love, and Jim Gibbons were doing these things together. And I had on my list, this is in January. Number one on my list was Gable Stevenson. And they're like, he's got one Big Ten title, and he he didn't have he didn't have a national title. And I'm like, yeah. he's number one. And I'll give you a Jim Gibbons story quick. Jim's like big brother oh. to me. So okay. this is this is good. 
So a lot of times I'll have wrestling takes. Jim and I will do a broadcast, go out, and Jim likes his crown on the rock, so we'll go to a restaurant. We're, we're sitting there, wow. and I'll, I'll try to come up with some – I'll try to come up with a – you know, something that kind of like tries to impress him about my wrestling knowledge. And a lot yeah. of times you just kind of like, you can tell he's like, nah, nah, nah. So we're sitting there and I go, Jim, I'm going to say something right now. And I'm just, I go, Gable Stevenson is the best college heavyweight ever, ever. Jim Gibbons. Wait, so are you trying to impress him or are you trying to piss him off? No, I, no, I was just trying to get his, I, here, here's the deal. If I make a comment and Jim validates it, I just feel better about myself. Like, I, like, okay. oh, maybe I do what I'm talking about a little bit. Okay? So yeah. I tell him, I'm like, Gable Stevenson, best college heavyweight ever. Jim pauses, takes a sip of his Crown Royal, pauses again, looks at me, and he goes, I agree. It was, like, <laughs> I it was, it was glorious. It was glorious. So, so yeah, so that with with this hundred greatest wrestlers list, when this thing first came out, when they started it, guys, right? Gable Stevenson was at one hundred, and that's what threw me off the rails. I'm like, that Gable Stevenson is a top ten to fifteen talent all time. Period. And I know Ooh, I don't know if he's going to be that high. I don't think he's going to be that high. Talent, Ben, Ben, Ben. Let I don't. Me ask you I don't talent doesn't exist in my world, Shane. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Here we go. Forgot about that. Don't get us started. Christian Pyle hates this argument. But, okay, listen, I don't know. I haven't seen the list. Christian, tell me there's no way he's in the top 10 or 15. Uh, I, I will not say that. I will say that if it's, it is credential heavy, okay? Yeah. yeah. Credential, so then you got to do credentials. You can't do anything else. That's it. I get it. I'm going 20, 26 for Gables. That's my guess. Okay. Well, I will, but let I will, me ask you this, guys. That down. I won't even confirm he's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't – I know this is a different argument, but this, this is kind of where my mindset was. If there was a draft and you had every wrestler ever and you had to pick a weight class and have a guy, he's getting picked in the top couple picks. No ever, doubt. Right? No doubt. I mean, but, yeah. he's coming off the board immediately <clears throat> or very quick. He's not – you know, he's going to be thought, somebody's number I thought Gable, I thought Gable was going to be coming out of high school. I thought he's going to be a four-time undefeated champ as a true freshman. On I thought he'd be making teams, and I thought he was going to win world and Olympics. And I think he could go, he could go as long as he wanted to. And he's just like not even who even knows how much better he could get. Right? Look at the yeah, jump. Yeah. Look at the jump. How great he was in like 2019, and then how great he got after that. Like it's. Yes. It's insane. It's insane how good he is. I mean, I've I've never seen a heavyweight as good as him in America. I've never seen anything close. And there's been some great ones. I mean, Kerry McCoy and uh, Stephen Neal come to mind, and those guys yeah. were uber special. But I I think Gable Stevenson would. He's just he. I've never seen people do things. And I'm a like. I mean, I I spend the majority of my time poking fun at heavyweights. Right? It's like, oh, here we go. But I've never seen anybody do things on a wrestling mat like Gable Stevenson. I mean, do you yeah. count Kyle Snyder as a heavyweight? I do count him as a heavyweight. Well, that was the argument. So, so that what they were telling me at the time is like, how can you not have Kyle Snyder as number one in your list? And I love Kyle, but I'm like, <clears throat> number one on my list. I don't care if he's got one Big Ten title and hasn't won a national tournament yet. Number one heavyweight I've ever seen, period, is Gable Stevenson. Hands down. And remember, you know, Kyle's true freshman year, he didn't win Big Tens. He lost to Morgan McIntosh that year. Yeah, lost to he McIntosh. Had a, he had a Burak loss that year, his true freshman year. So that's when um, Gable hasn't lost since then. And even then, even still, 
Yeah, Kyle. Kyle's an interesting one because he's not really a true heavy per se. Sure. He was yep. he was still the best. Um, but you know, he had an Adam Kuhn loss there, and like the idea of Adam Kuhn beating Gable in folk style is just like not even a thought at this point. He right? beat him when yeah. he was a high schooler. He beat him when he was a high schooler, and then yeah. and then he beat him. Yeah. Um, the next year, soundly, I think oh. he teched him once or twice. Yeah. It was not. It was not close. We were shocked by that. Not remotely competitive. So, I, I think the idea of and that might have been the year that Kuhn beat Snyder, if I'm remembering correctly. I think that it was. And so Gable yeah. teched him. That was so, 18, I believe, right? The 17, 18 season. Yeah. Yeah. That's that year right. Kuhn beat Snyder. So it would have been 20. So it was a year later that that Gable teched him. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, he Snyder is certainly the most credentialed, and he's kind of like him being smaller sort of shifts the argument a little bit. Like, there's yes, no one, there's 100%. no one, there's no one 220, 230 pounds that beats Kyle, and Kyle probably 100%. could have been. But uh, what about but, Kurt Angle, baby? No way. I'm. I want to watch it. Yeah, I want to watch it. But oh, you're saying, oh, you're saying Kurt versus Kyle. I thought you said yeah, Kurt, yeah, versus, Kurt yeah. versus Kyle. Kurt versus Kyle. Yeah, I would take. I would. Take, it's funny you bring up Kurt Angle, Ben. Because uh -oh. here's my uh, he was drinking my, Crown Royal with Kurt Angle. List, my most recently <laughs> downloaded song, Metal what? Kurt Angle, downloaded it Sunday night. It's fantastic. Wait, he has what a, a song? He's got his his WWF theme, so, you know, walking song. Oh. Kurt Angle. So that's it's that's fantastic. how you got so fired up this morning, Shane. You that's, freaking that's woke it, up right there. You put on Kurt Angle's theme song. You slapped yourself a handful of times. Yeah, and then you started commenting and came on and started yelling at us. Next to, of course, and this is, I'd highly recommend, the best of Howard Jones, the best from 83 to 2017, Howard Jones, fantastic. Who the hell is Howard who's Jones? Who's Howard Jones? In the world? That's a list right here. But who's Howard Jones, Shane? Oh, I, I can't sing, but. Well, yeah, what's his I song? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm he's got so many guy. good ones. He's a British musician? Is this oh, here we go. so good. What I will guarantee you right Jones. now. Cut his mic. Cut him off. It sounds like a Tyler. It sounds like uh, a, a conservative university in in Alabama. Here. To Howard Jones. Can you guys Kill hear switch. it? Kill switch him. No, don't don't kick him off. This is good. I'm gonna try to play. Here we go. There's multiple we go. Howard Joneses. I guess. Go. Wow. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like Huey Lewis in the news. Here we lose in the news. news. Who is fantastic? We lose in the news is a top 10 all time band. Top 10. Wow. Oh, God. oh yeah. No. What a quake take. Oh, oh my gosh. I thought I thought your blood type that? was extreme. Oh, you oh, lose in the top five? <laughs> Listen, guys, you can't make this podcast. up. So here's, here's my most recently <laughs> added. You'll see the WWF uh -huh. angle. You see Howard Jones. And right below him, another, my latest Huey Lewis in the new song I downloaded, Don't Look Back. I downloaded this on Sunday night. Huey Lewis, I've been to probably 100 concerts. I saw Huey Lewis at Summerfest about three, four years ago. The guy at the time is like pushing 70 years old. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of man crushed on him a little bit. I'm like, this guy's probably 70 uh, and could probably get any 45 year old woman there is. Sir, <laughs> Huey Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Go off, Huey. The early work is a little too new wave for my taste. Congrats, Huey. Uh, Huey Lewis oh, is so good. Oh, so good. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. This is too um, much. I've had too much fun. We shouldn't be allowed to have this much fun on the podcast. This is great. Shane, open invitation. Oh, I have a question from Guys, our questions from friends. Okay, what's up, Huey? Uh, 
the, the one thing I want to make real clear here, because on, on, on the flow side of things, I do the sales, really enjoy it. Shout out to Jason Ford, who's just phenomenal boss. Wow. But anyway. <laughs> classic Jason boss Ford suck up on that Jason line. Ford's on a top Hot list kisses. also. But with that oh being God. said, big thanks to the guys at Defense Soap. Phenomenal people. They're sponsoring the 100 greatest uh, all-time list. And I'm here to tell you this. If there's anything you take from me on this call, fantastic products. I'll be taking a shower here soon using Defense Soap. Every wrestler should have Defense Soap. Everybody. They do a ton for wrestling. They do a ton. Support those guys. Defend what you're built. And that's, that's coming from here. I love that stuff. Fantastic that was, people. That was from fantastic. the heart. I thought you were about to fantastic. say Tracy Chapman Fast Car is the greatest song of all time. Period. Well, now you're on broken up. glass. Listen, I'm starting to wonder, Christian, if you have some kind of crazy superpowers that are in my head. Because I, I guess seriously, if you would have asked me when I was probably ten, it was one. It might have been. There was a time in my life where Fast Car was my favorite song ever. I went to uh, <laughs> and I saw Trace. Listen to this concert, guys. I saw Tracy Chapman open for Sting, and it was oh. fantastic. Oh, Guess where I'm going Tuesday night, guys. Tuesday night, I'm seeing it for the second time. Going to Chicago Tuesday night. I saw this guy back in 1996. He was phenomenal, and I can't wait to see him again. Phil Collins. Oh, my gosh. Phil Collins. So good. So this good. Dude I guess Phil's loves on some hard times lately. Phil's falling on some hard times, I guess health-wise, oh. he's a shell of himself. But uh, how can I mean? No, how can you top the Tarzan soundtrack? Yeah, I mean, I've, all right. Oh, I've, I gotta go. We've been having too much fun. It's I'm only nine thirty. Where are you going, Ben? Right. No, there's no medical no. forfeiting. This is no, the medical the pop culture talk. <laughs> medical forfeit. Hey, I have a wrestling question. We'll probably be talking about you know um, the police here soon, but. Um, let's focus on this from Ohio Jaguar. More likely scenario, Penn State beats Iowa for the team title or Michigan beats Penn State for second. What is more likely? Ooh. That's a great, Can, great does question. Does Penn State get Soriano or Hildebrandt? Yeah, that's huge. Nah, I, let's say they get Hildebrandt to kind of split the difference between nothing and a national title contender. Then I say Penn State's more likely. If they don't get it, then I say Michigan's. I I think Michigan's gonna be pushing these dudes, especially they're gonna be very remember, good. I predicted Michigan gets Soriano, so they're gonna be pushing these dudes. Dude, if they get Soriano, that is they're a, good. That's ridiculous. Sean Bormet is does a phenomenal job. Dude, Michigan is Tim Ray Sever. Yeah, they, they're set. Michigan, Michigan is going to be set. I yes. mean, speaking of Michigan. Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band, top five all time. I've never Light seen moves. Bob Seeger. Who's Night Moves? Yeah. Who's, is that Bob Seeger? Yes. Great. Good call, Night Moves. Great, great song. Great, great song. It is. That great is song. a great song. Oh, man. All right, now I think I am good. I'm ready. I want to ask one more wrestling thing, and we can go. Shane, I'll give you the last word. Uh, you, you've last hardly words, spoke up man. this entire time. Yeah. I... <laughs> I just this is this is what happens to me. I work out of my house. I don't get that much human interaction. So when I get it, it's pent up like it's I'm ready to yeah, this is what happens. Well so, Shane, and you I, just I, go I, off I, on Huey Lewis in the news. Like your Patrick Bateman. Two two things. One a major theme of FRL is me trying to get people to move to Austin, Texas so we can hang out more. So 
that, please just come to Austin, and we're hanging out all the time. We're talking Huey, I, I, Tracy Chapman. So much human interaction. We have mats. You could literally return anyone onto the mat at any point in time. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you a mat return, a little mat return comment. <laughs> okay. We're at the Olympic trials in Fort Worth in, in April, and one guy that I've always really liked is Joe Dubuque. I just... He's got a good chemistry with it. I just Spent like a lot Joe of time a with lot. Joe this week. Oh, yeah, so Serbia. Joe and I are, uh, Joe and I are at the, uh, you know, we're someplace after the trials, and and uh, Chris Ayers is there, and Nate Jackson. That's a good group. Those Princeton guys are. You get to know those guys. There's an easy, they're an easy group to root for, and they're doing a phenomenal job. But uh, I asked Joe Dubuque because one thing, guys, on my takes, I hate being wrong. Like mm. being wrong to me, it's like, oh, it's just. I don't want to be wrong. I'm never going to say anything for a shock factor. I want to be right. And I'll let you, you can ask guys like Andy Hamilton and Kyle Klingman if I'm right. Uh, and Ed Askren with the Robles thing. He knows. I mean, he knows. But uh, <laughs> I asked Joe Dubuque once, because I, I think Matt returns. I, I just, you know how I feel about them. So I yeah. I asked Joe Dubuque once. I go, Joe, I is, is the Matt return I talk about Matt returns. I, I go. Is, are the mad re, is the mad return like intensity and preaching? Is it is it over the top? And Joe Dubuque looks at me dead serious, and he goes, "You don't emphasize them enough." He no, goes, Shane, Shane, he was messing with you. He was no, messing he with you. Yes, he, no, he was. was. He, he told me about the his national championship. He was just he goes, That's up a little bit. No, he was dead serious. He goes, he goes. I won national titles because of Matt returns. He goes, that's why I won him. So, there it is. I guess I would just tell everybody it's it's Matt return season. It's folk style season, which is I mean I like freestyle. I love folk style, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to a great. It's going to be a great year in college wrestling. Every year I don't. It's like oh, it can't get any better. You know, you sit at the national tournament in March, like ah, oh, next year is going to be a step down. It never steps down. Never. It just keeps getting better and better and better. It's inc- college wrestling's incredible right now. It's the best. We love it. We love you, Shane. Thank you so much guys, for hopping on. Guys, I love on. you. And my last thing, too, guys. Last thing. You turn a guy twice and you take him down and you got period, a choice to third period to win a national title or a state title, pick top. Just pick top. Turn guys, him. it's been fun for having me on. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, JD, and thank you so much to you. We love you for listening. Make an FRL part of your day. Happy Wednesday. It's Taco Wednesday in Austin, Texas. Sorry, Shane. Sorry, Ben. No tacos for you. Get your butts down to Austin, Texas. Let's eat some tacos. Goodbye.